0: Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interests, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at Gwinnett Online Campus. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to sit down with GOC ninth grader Landry. After seeing Landry at the talent show this past fall, I was really excited when he reached out and let me know that he was interested in being on the podcast. We discuss and talk a lot about Landry's piano skills and talent, like how long he's been playing, how he approaches learning a new piece of music, his competitions, and how he deals with feeling nervous or anxious. We also chat about the NBA, playing basketball, tennis, golf, board games. You're going to love our conversation. Here's my chat with Landry. All right, Landry, we are live. Thank you for being on the podcast. I'm yes. really glad you're here today. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, so um, let's talk. So to tell everyone that's listening, uh, what grade you're in here at GOC? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. And is this your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth? No, what year is this for you at GOC? First. First year at GOC. So how was your first uh, semester at GOC? Was pretty good?
1: Yep, it was really good.
0: Okay, and um, so I, I know I had a chance to um, see you perform at the talent show, uh, which, was, which was amazing. You played piano. Um, that was really fun. Yeah, that was that was definitely a lot of fun. Um, and we may get to piano here in just a minute. So, how is second semester going? Has he got, gotten off to a good start? Yep. Okay. Do you have a favorite teacher? Anyone you give a shout out to? A class that you really like?
1: Miss um, Winfrey in my writing class. Oh, Miss Winfrey. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's she's awesome. She's in the language arts department, mm-hmm. so I get to see her a lot. I shared a um, office with her last year. She's really cool and a good teacher. But enough about school. We've talked enough about school, right? Yep. Sixty seconds is plenty of school. We're here to talk about things you do outside of school. So, uh, I know you have some talents and some interest outside of school. What's one thing that you want to talk about that you're I interested guess in?
1: Piano. I've been playing that for ten years.
0: So, and that's what you performed in the talent show. You performed mm. on piano, and uh, and I believe you won. Did you win first? Pl- I second, can, second, place, second place. Second place. Okay, second place. I knew you were up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, I was
1: uh, really surprised.
0: That well, that was uh, it was pretty impressive. And I can't. Remember, did you play Mozart or what did you Beethoven? Beethoven. Yes, yeah.
1: that's right. Um, remember, it was the hit back when you. Yeah, were Yeah, back when I was a kid, back yeah.
0: in 1803 or yep. something like that. Yes, I do remember that. So, um, so you you've been playing for you said ten years. Yeah, like two thirds of my life. Oh yeah. my gosh, two thirds of your life. So, how did you get started in piano? Like, what made you want to get started? Well,
1: I guess. I was around four, and we went to this like private school called it was Goddard, mm-hmm. and also an after school, and they had a piano teacher. So my, our mom signed us up for lessons when we were four and a half. Oh yeah. Over yeah. So and we just started. I liked it a lot, and yeah. I've just been doing it ever since.
0: So what? Um, do you have a pa- piano at your house?
1: Yeah, Art? it's uh, we don't have a lot of room in our house. It's like an electric piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want an actual piano though, but I play on a piano. We have lessons with her, so, right. so and you she has actual piano. Yeah.
0: So my um, my niece has an electric piano in their yeah. house, and it's um it's nice. Like it makes yeah. The yeah. only
1: thing is that it's easier to push down on the keys. So then when you switch to a regular piano, the feel is different. Yeah, so you have to a, adjust while you're playing.
0: A regular piano has like those weighted keys or yeah. whatever I
1: know. And some so t- sometimes I'll I'll go over it, and I'll like I remember I was playing one time and it was recorded mm-hmm. and I listened to it and there was a note where I was supposed to play it. No sound came out. Uh, yeah, because
0: I guess you have to hit it a little so harder. That, yeah. yeah. So that's um, that is one thing. So I don't. Um, I do have like not an electric piano. I have like one of those cheap Casio keyboards like at my house. Oh, and, I used to have one and, of those,
1: but we upgraded to um, an electric piano. And
0: they're fun for like just messing around with and stuff. But yeah, you're right. There's no like if if I play that thing. And then I come to school and I like mess around on the piano. It's totally different. Yeah, and so
1: the, we, used, we had that till I was like eight, that one of those. Yeah. But then we switched to like an electric piano, which is not the bad. One. you can adjust the volume. It right. actually sounds pretty good.
0: It doesn't sound yeah. as
1: good as like a grand piano upright.
0: And does it have all the keys? Like yeah, it has
1: all the keys. Okay. It has
0: all, yeah. Does it have like a bench and it sits up on like we a Yeah, we had thing, to buy a so. bench separately. Okay. But yeah. Um so uh how long so you've been playing for 10 years so do you work so obviously you read sheet music and stuff like that mm-hmm. how hard was that to learn to read sheet music uh not too hard i
1: think the hardest part is trying to memorize the pieces reading it you just have to figure out what the notes and you know there's a lot of different ways to do that right like go in, like it's for the top You Mm -hmm. have like F-A-C-E. So you just have to remember face. It's F-A-C-E and just things like that. Okay. And then you just remember. And so that's not the hard part is more memorizing it, getting the artistry right. And there's a lot of different things that go into it. Like when to speed it up, slow it down, how it's supposed to be played. Sometimes you have to play one hand harder, lighter than the Uh. other. So you'd have to play this one hard. And this melody, and this one's just like whispering the whispering in the background and mm-hmm. it's hard to get this hand harder and then this hand softer. So
0: that, as a guitar player, it's um my biggest struggle is when I'm having to do things in like sort of different tempos. So mm-hmm. and I am assuming on piano you sometimes have to do yeah, you that. You definitely one, have to do that. One hand's moving at a different yeah, speed. Yeah,
1: yeah, different speed and your other ones. There's actually one piece that I was playing not too long ago where you were playing triplets with your mm-hmm. left hand and just like eighth notes with the other one. So they were like playing Alter, I was gonna say they're though, not yeah. even hitting at the same time. No, they are at some times, yeah. and then most of the time they're not even that close to hitting at the same time. So you have to get the.
0: That's pretty talented to be able to do that. So how often? So for example, that Beethoven piece that you played. Which piece was that? I can't.
1: It was Moonlight Sonata, the first movement. Oh, yeah. Okay. The reason I chose that one is because since this is my first year, I didn't really know about the talent show to mm-hmm. like a month. A month and a half before it, right? So I had actually played that when I was like eleven or twelve. Okay, so I kind of already knew so you had it. Had it like
0: in your yeah. In your... That's
1: why I had to use the music though. So I because I did half the time I played it, I got through it good, mm-hmm. memorized. The other half, I like got through it and I stumbled and I just completely lost where I was. So I was like, it's 50-50 fifty. I'm just going to use right. the
0: music. So if you have the sh- so as a piano player. If you have something completely committed to memory, mm-hmm. you can just sit down, play it, bang it out on the piano and mm-hmm. it sounds great. But if you have that sheet music, it sort of serves as you can follow along and, and you're playing by memory, but if, like you said, if you if you suddenly get to this point where you're like, what's next, you can just look at the sheet music yeah, and be able right to like, yeah, yeah. And it sort of jogs your memory to, to be able to keep going and everything. So if I gave you some piece that you had never played before, not super complicated but not easy either like an intermediate piano piece and Mm -hmm. i stuck it in front of you at a piano i'm would you be able to sort of slowly kind of go through it yeah i'd be able to go
1: through it i'd be able i know notes are not too hard just learning the notes okay the only thing is if i have to do it fast i wouldn't be able to i'd be able to do it slowly and sometimes it's kind of hard because you have to look at while you're reading it, the notes, like how long you hold each note, right. the artistry, changing dynamics, and speeding up and slowing down. So I'm not the best sight reader, yeah. but I kind of have to learn it, and then I can play it. When you do it, are you learning both? Both? I like, do, like the key is to do your right hand separately, okay. left hand, and do like a few measures, put it together, Okay. and then once you have it slowly, then that's when you start speeding it up.
0: So that that's like the same with guitar. I mean, it really is like, because in guitar there's like, do you ever do you play guitar at all? Or I have
1: not, but I, well, after hearing it, I want to play it. So on, I want one. It's pretty it's, fun. It's, yeah, it sounds so, cool.
0: So, so the um, interesting part about guitar is you have the your left hand, which is your fretting hand, and that's where you play chords and individual notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to you know know the chords and individual notes on the the six strings. And then your right hand is either strumming or plucking or pl- play, playing something, um, and it's not always playing. Like sometimes for some chords you play all six strings, for some you play five, for some you play four. And so it is like this, com- like for piano, it's sort of complicated. And the best way to learn is what you just talked about, where you sort of practice your like your one hand, sort of you're focusing on the notes yeah. for guitar, and then you'll focus on your picking or your pattern or whatever, and then putting it all together is what becomes really hard. And then I found out, and you probably know this too, like you can learn a song, and you have it all down, but then like making it sound sort of like the original or something Mm -hmm. is even another level because you've got a, got a sort of, so when you do like Moonlight Sonata or something, are you listening to it like on, you know, your phone or whatever, like to sort of get the speed and the sound and everything of what it should sound like? I used to not
1: do that, Mm -hmm. but I was like, eh, but it actually does help because you get in your head. Maybe if you're like, I don't know how this part's supposed to sound. You can look at, oh, he like, gets a little softer, and then yeah. you kind of know what to do.
0: So on sheet music, does it tell you if it gets softer or it, louder? It does, sometime? but okay. sometimes
1: you have to guess. Right. It, it doesn't tell you. most. Sometimes it will tell you like just parts, but then mm-hmm. sometimes it won't tell you, and you have to know what to do.
0: So do you continue? Are you still taking lessons and yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Right now, that was the first movement. And there's three different movements. Right okay. now, the second movement is okay, but I don't like it that much right now i'm about to start on the third movement, okay, which is way harder <laughs> it's really fast
0: so do you have you ever played with um with other people like accompanied anyone
1: I've played a few
0: duets, yeah, okay, and what mainly and, with my brother yeah is he singing or playing another piano, or what are you Just all doing like
1: the only thing i've ever done is we were we were both playing the piano okay,
0: yeah, have you ever thought about joining uh like some sort of Band or like getting together with someone at school that plays either like guitar or cello or something like that and playing together, or yeah, maybe that would that'd probably be cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it. Yeah, that would be that, or just have like a singer. I've always thought, I, can you sing at all? I'm starting to, because okay. I'm in
1: the musical, so I have
0: to oh, practice yeah, my you, singing. Like, you actually have to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually have to practice. I've never <laughs> sang before or done any kind of acting with this. I'm having to practice so that I, I can.
0: Did you find, so, and we're going to come back to the piano in a second. So you're in the um, spring musical here at GSC yep. for 2023. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yes. Do you know your role yet? I'm in the ensemble. You're in the ensemble. Okay. So when you are singing, have you found that um, knowing how to read sheet music, like, does it help when you're it singing? It kind of helps. Okay. I
1: mean, a little bit. It, it, I mean, it kind of helps me stay with the beat of yeah. like how like the beat of the song and sing to the beat. Yeah. So I'm not off beat, and that kind of helps knowing when to get higher and softer. Right. Which I have a pretty deep voice, so I'm more lower. I can't get like high notes. I'm,
0: I was gonna say, are you a bass or a tenor? Yeah. Or what are you, yeah. You know, yeah a tenor those, and ba- um, bass, one of those. Singing those lower notes. So um, I can't
1: get to a high note. I see someone, I hear someone <laughs> sing a high note, and I'm like.
0: Man. <laughs> Every now and then I'll listen to like, you know, music, like queen or something. And that guy'll hit like a high note. And I'm like, how is he doing that? You know, how like, are you know. getting that high? So, um, I guess some, like
1: Charlie Puth, he has like a higher yeah, voice. Like,
0: I don't. I don't, I also don't understand how that happens. Or anyone that has like a range. Um, yeah, they said like Freddie Mercury had like a four octave range to sing with, and I was like, how could you possibly have four Mine's octaves? Half an so I know that's how I feel. <laughs> if I can just get in one area, and even then, it's not going to be close. So, um, so that's cool. The singing part, cool. So, so piano. Um, what's your ultimate goal for piano? Like, do you want to continue it as a hobby, or, or do you see this as Maybe something you want to study as a uh, possible career, or what? It, what are your future goals?
1: I mean, I guess I kind of want to just keep performing. Like I'm right now, I'm in a few. Uh, there's like these festivals and things where you perform in front of a judge, mm-hmm. and then she'll comment on what you did good, and what uh, you did bad. Yeah. She'll give you a grade. So you have like there's like superior, mm-hmm. like excellent. There's going down to needs improvement. Mm-hmm. And so you get graded, you'll have comments, and that can help you for, like, competitions that you're in. Like, there's this competition that I do, call it, it's auditions, mm-hmm. where you start at, like, a local level, okay. then regionals, then state level. And if you win the state level, you're the best piano player in, like, the whole state. <laughs> yeah. So it's a big competition.
0: Do they do it by age level? Yeah, or, or age level, okay. yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So, so that's so being in the competitions is something you enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I get nervous before it. I was going to
0: ask, how do you? So, if we have anyone listening who um, wonders, like, how you deal? How do you deal when you're nervous about like before a competition? Well, the
1: thing is, I was thinking about not doing the talent show because Mm -hmm. I would have to play in front of that many Mm -hmm. people. Because just before, I had had. Auditions, it was auditions, and I played in front of the judge and I lost it. I did Mm -hmm. not play good. I kind of, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but I had a bunch of mistakes, and I, because I was so nervous, Mm -hmm. and I didn't make it onto the next round. I had always made it onto the second round, Mm -hmm. and this time I didn't, because I just did not play good. And so I was like, oh, what if I do that again? (laughs) But I just was like, okay, I want to move towards my goal of right. being a professional pianist or playing, so what's going to bring me towards that goal? I might not want to do it, but what's going to bring me towards that goal? And that's being in the talent show. And it ended up paying off. I mean, I did pretty good. Yeah. I
0: yeah. mean, you did you did really well, um, and you played really well. So I think that's interesting. So most people that I ask that, because I ask a lot of people that are on the podcast that question, because um, a lot of them are performers you know, all different types of performers or athletes yeah. or things like that. And they often say, you know, I'm nervous before, but then once it starts, I'm, I'm usually not nervous, but I've never had someone say like, I think that's really cool that like you may not want to do it, but if you, if you have this goal of like where you want to go, sometimes you just, you just have to do it, you know?
1: Yeah, and um, that's why when I was playing, I kind of, you saw me sit there for a while mm-hmm. and I was make, getting composed and calming myself down. And I try to when you get nervous, what I used to do is I would panic. Oh no, I would associate my nervousness with playing bad. Mm-hmm. That's not how it is. There and like nervousness and excitement are very similar. Right. So I would just and it's kinda I use this thing, so if you're nervous just try to accept your nervous and go on. If you try to like push on it, like, right. Oh no, I'm nervous and try to push it away. It's the same thing if someone was standing next to me. Yeah. I can feel they're there. Right. But if I just, yeah, they're there. It's not going to do anything, but if I push, they're probably going to push back. There,
0: yeah. That's a, that's a really good, have you ever heard the, uh, do you know who Bill Hader is? He's like this comedian. So no, no. I He does this thing on anxiety where he talks about, it's pretty much the exact same thing. And he says he sees it as like this little guy on his shoulder who's always <laughs> like like picking at him and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, like you're going to fail. You're going to do terrible. And then he'd said the same thing. He said, I used to like swat it away and it would get worse. Mm-hmm. He said, finally, I just was like, okay, fine. You're I'm nervous. I'm anxious about this, but like I just acknowledge it and move on. So yeah, Yeah. I think that's, it's hard to do. Like it's easier said than done. But Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm 51 years old and every time I host that talent show, I get nervous. Like right before I go on, I'm always nervous. Yeah, I
1: I get to the point where I I was shaking, going, walking to the stage, my arms are shaking. And that's what had happened (laughs) during the auditions. It's hard to play piano while your arms are shaking. And that's what (laughs) happened.
0: (laughs) I get nervous still as an adult. It's just weird. It's something about performing in front of other people. It's, It's just hard um cuz you don't there's that fear of messing up and then um, but then eventually, sometimes you just mess up so bad, you're just like, well, it can't get any worse than that. Yeah, so I had one time that.
1: where I didn't mess up really bad. It was very embarrassing. But <laughs> you learn from it, you move on.
0: Yeah, and there, I do like those things. Like, so, when you do something like that, you can always be like, okay, that's that's the worst that's ever going to happen, and it's in my past, so it can't ever be that bad. So, yeah. um, so that's, that's kind of cool. And like
1: in basketball, sometimes I'll be timid. Like, oh, I don't want to. It. But it's like, you can't perform in, like, service to your nervousness. You you make your decisions, not your nerves. Not your nerves, yeah. Yeah. you make your decisions. So even if you're nervous, you can
0: still drive in and be aggressive. Right. And it's still something I have to work on. Well, I think it's like we we were talking about. I mean, you at least recognize it, but it's something that I think everyone has to work on, even adults. So let's talk about basketball for a minute. I know you said you... um, So uh, how long have you been playing basketball?
1: I mean, well, I technically... It's still 10 years because I started playing when I was like five, but there was a time where I didn't really – I would play it every now and then, but I wasn't really serious about it, and I went a year without playing, and I would just mess around. But then, I mean, I – and I wouldn't really do much, but kind of two years ago I started practicing more, like kind of during COVID where I was just by
0: myself at home. Do you have a basketball goal at your house? Yeah, we actually got one.
1: We didn't, and I would just work on dribbling and stuff, but we got one, I think – Not this Christmas that just happened. Yeah, but the one before that. The one
0: before that. We actually got a basketball hoop for Christmas, so. It's nice when you actually have one like in your driveway or whatever. Yeah, because you, you don't have
1: to drive down and it's know, crowded. You and can
0: step out for five minutes and like shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you don't have to share it with anyone. So that's nice. So, what um, are, do you play on a team or in a league or anything right now? I'm
1: right now, I am in the rec league. I tried out for the ninth grade team, and I think over the summer, I'd gotten pretty good. So, like, there was this dude that everyone knew was making the ninth grade mm-hmm. team because he was really good. But over the summer, I had beat him on one on one. Oh, so, so, but during this is. I'd been homeschooled from second all the way to eighth grade. So okay. this this was my first time actually having due dates and all that. So right. I was spending almost the whole day working. And so after that summer till the ninth grade tryouts, I didn't really practice basketball at all. So by the time the trials came out around, I was rusty. Yeah, And I just, I didn't make the team. Yeah. So, but this semester is going better. I'm getting my work done earlier. Yeah. So I'm playing and I hope my goal is just to make, the junior varsity or varsity team right. next
0: year. Okay. So what? Uh, what position do you play? Like a guard. Okay. Like right
1: now on my rec I play guard, shooting guard, and small forward. Okay. And Definitely. I'm I'm really good. I think I'm pretty good on offense. I can be timid. I'm. I, the thing was, also, I'd never tried out for a team before, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know how ball movement worked, because right. I'd just been dribbling, because it's different working around by yourself right. and Then when there's someone on you, but being in the rec league, I've been able to make, I've, my vision has gotten better, and I'm right. able to see the play, like, before it happens, and my defense is good. No one has scored on me yet Nice. In, so we're five games through, and no one has scored on me yet, so nice. my defense
0: is pretty good. Yeah. What uh, do you do you have one preference over the other? Like, do you like playing defense or do you prefer playing offense or you just like them both? I mean, I like
1: both, I guess. I mean,
0: scoring's fun. Do you ever are are you more of a like, do you like to drive the lane or do you like to pull up and and shoot? I like to
1: shoot threes. I can make a few threes. I like to drive
0: in. Yeah. Nice. We used to have a student faculty basketball game here, but um, we haven't done it since COVID. Maybe we'll do it. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah, I usually play but I'm not very good, but still fun. Um, and mm-hmm. we had a record for a while that the faculty won every game, but then right <laughs> before COVID st- the students beat us. So it was very disappointing from my perspective. But the students were pretty happy. Yeah. Um, so what uh do you have any do you like to watch basketball at all? Yeah, I watch
1: have, basketball all the time,
0: yeah. What uh do you have any favorite college or pro teams that you I don't use?
1: watch college a lot. I watch pros. I, don't either. I can't yeah. see in
0: college is so boring, but it's I mean, not
1: that boring, but I'd rather ha- I'd rather watch NBA.
0: I get pretty frustrated. My problem with the college game is like I'll watch and then I'll look at the they'll show the stats and they'll be like, you know, so and so this team is like three for seventeen from three, and I'm like, that's so many missed shots. Whereas at least in the NBA, it's you know it's floating around forty to fifty percent. So who are your favorite uh, NBA teams, or who do you like to watch? Atlanta you- Hawks, of course. Cause yeah,
1: because yeah, we yeah we're and then.
0: Golden State Warriors. Oh, those are those are Steph, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Oh my God, those are my two my two favorite. I'm actually, even though Draymond punched that teammate of his, I actually i I like the way Draymond plays. I I think he could maybe not be quite as big of a jerk as he is, but um, I, I do like his like he's aggressive and and all that stuff. But um, and then Steph and Clay are just. The Splash Brothers. Oh my gosh, they're so fun and to watch. and pool, the pool party. So yeah, the pool party. <laughs> so I think pool was the one that uh, that uh, Draymond punched in practice. So yeah, they're they're super fun to watch. Did you watch that championship last year? Yep. Yeah, that was that was really exciting. And then I do like I I like the Hawks, although this season has been a little disappointing, and yeah. they've had like some you know um, managerial problems and owner issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but um. Trey Trey is fun to watch. Yeah, Trey Young. And then we got um, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, now. Murray's fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. And that, those two seem to be like figuring out how to play to together, play with each other. Yeah. And I because you, you knew that was going to take a while. Yeah, need to w- get used to a new system and everything. Right, so and you know. to figure out, you know, it's kind of Trey's team, but then Dejounte Murray comes on, and it's like, how do you integrate him? And yeah. You know. Like the Nets
1: had that problem when they had James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie it's, Irving. I know.
0: they that was Everyone def-
1: thought they were going to win the
0: finals, and then they got knocked out in the playoffs. But yeah. the problem is, yeah, unlike Golden State, where those guys are willing to like share the ball and do yeah. stuff. Yeah, that, that Nets team, because I was sort of thinking that, too. I was like, oh, they've got such talent. Um, and that was sort of like when Kyrie was, was with the Cavs, with LeBron. Yeah, Like they figured out some way to make that work, and then... Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't work after that. But um Yeah. So are you a LeBron fan? Do you like to watch I mean he's I'm getting, a Steph Curry fan. Okay. I like I used to not like LeBron very much, but then I grew to really like LeBron, but he's also I mean, he's he's getting older now and I don't think the Lakers yeah. are very good. So But he
1: is getting like thirty a
0: game or something. I know. And I think he he just passed some record I think he might be just, all-time scorer. Yeah, most yeah. points all-time. So, I think he pre- passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, he's um he's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, and fun to watch. So is that who um like when you see yourself as a player do you see yourself more as like a Steph sort of or a Clay yeah, like I'm, someone like that? Even
1: though cuz I'm kind of skinnier and yeah. I'm I guess I'm not the smallest on my team but Darren Ninth grade Trouts, I was actually one of the shorter ones. Really? Because yeah. I was
0: going to say I would consider you kind of tall for ninth grade. I know, so. but
1: I was one of the shorter. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of big, tall people playing <laughs> <Yes>. basketball. <laughs> Everyone's bigger and taller than me.
0: <laughs> I know. It's it's it's. I'm funny. just glad I don't
1: play football. Yeah, football would be would be brutal. Like I guess they're
0: be, a little shorter, but they're big. Yeah. You know? Yeah, those guys are. Yeah, they're stout. They're not yeah. like um little they're muscular. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what? Uh, so you play basketball. Um, you play musical instruments. Are there any other? Are um, you play piano? Are there any other sports that you play besides basketball? Yeah, I play tennis and okay. golf and volleyball and disc golf. Oh, all of the all of the fun sports. So uh, which do you have one that? Um, I
1: play a little bit of flag football.
0: Oh, flag football is a blast! I played flag football in college. It's yeah. so much fun. Um, do you have one that's a favorite that you like? Do maybe the second most behind basketball. Maybe
1: ten. It's a tie between like tennis and golf. Okay. I like both of those.
0: Do you? Um, when you play tennis, do you just play like with friends, like singles, or are you in a? Yeah, okay.
1: but well, I w- I I was doing to where we would have practice and we would like play kind of like games with like other people mm-hmm. at this spot. But right now, I kind of took a break of that. And but right, now I'm having lessons every Sunday, so right. I'm getting better every week. I'm not on a team right now, but yeah. they do have tryouts like in the spring, so we'll see.
0: Um, yeah, winter's a little it's a little difficult. Sometimes. I need to work on my serve, though. Yeah, that's um. What do you? What's better for you, your backhand or your forehand?
1: I don't know. It used to be my forehand. Now yeah, I might have now to say my backhand. Now you feel like it's hand. your backhand. But I like I'm. Sometimes it depends. Sometimes I'm on and off. When I play good. I play good. When I play bad, I play bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a common. I sort of feel like that. It's weird how sometimes in a sport, you can just be like locked in Mm -hmm. and you're just like, I mean, basketball, tennis, golf, whatever, like, you're just like feeling it and everything's going. And then sometimes it's gone and it doesn't matter what you do. And you're like, how am I this bad? That's the frustrating thing for me um, with golf is like, I know, like, I know I can get up and hit a perfect shot. So I'll do it. And then the next hole, I'll get up and I'll slice it and I'll be like, what am I doing? Like, I know I can do it perfectly. Yeah. But I just can't I had do the it same
1: pre- problem. I had one of these drives. It was probably maybe, I mean, I can't hit, it was 200 yards or something, maybe 250. I'm getting better. That was a while ago, but I could only hit my driver like 200. Maybe now I could probably hit a little bit farther. It was probably like 215 mm-hmm. to the hole. and. The, my problem has been I always – I do this weird thing with my arm where it's like a chicken wing and it goes out. Oh, yeah. And then so I just slice it way right. And I had one drive. It went straight right. I don't think – <laughs> I think it went backwards. <laughs> I know. that's It went backwards. And then – uh but that drive I hit it was actually really good. It was probably one of my best drives. It went yeah. right next to the hole. So Oh nice. That was good. And I'm getting better. I used to could only hit my 9 iron like 110. Yeah. But the other day at Topgolf, we were just at Topgolf. Oh, yeah. I hit it like
0: 160 my Ooh, 9. Oh nice. Yeah, the 9 iron what like if you can get a hold of that thing, like that becomes a really powerful weapon cuz yeah. you can use that thing from like 150 yards out. Yeah. Do you um so Topgolf is really fun. Do you ever mm-hmm. um where do you go when you play uh like, do you ever play eighteen holes anywhere? Do you guys have? Uh, a... I think
1: we, we 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 did this thing where you played nine holes. It was with this organization okay. for just kids. Yeah, and you played nine holes,
0: and that was fun every Sunday. And We had lessons, golf lessons too. That was fun. We used to do. Um, my son used to do that. Um, we live um, right near a golf course, Appalachie, um I can't remember what it's called, but anywhere, somewhere over there. And yeah, they did like Sunday lessons and they would play nine holes and stuff like that. So it's pretty, pretty fun. Um, What uh, do you have your own golf clubs and everything like that? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? Do you like to drive or putt? I like to chip. So that's my favorite. I like, there's this game, um, and I'm convinced it made me better at my short game because that's the only part of golf that I'm good at that um, my friend and I called Chip Putt. And it was the funnest game we would take um we would each get uh three balls mm-hmm. and we would take turns and you we'd drop our three balls down each and then we'd chip from somewhere outside the green um you chip on and then you you'd have to putt usually unless you chipped it in um and you keep score of all three of your balls and then whoever the winner was got to pick the next one and we just oh yeah i do this similar yeah. stuff
1: what i do is i chip it and i try to chip and then putt it in chip yep. and one putt chip one putt. Yep. And that's just the goal
0: uh, my son, Will, and I used to do that a lot too. And it was, um, yeah, it's fun because that is the goal. Like if you can get it close enough to where you have a shot to put it in, um, you know, and obviously if you can get it real close, like a foot or two, you're like, yes, you know, I'm going to yeah. make it in two. You should
1: make anything within like the three foot range. Yep. That's where you, that's where you want to get it. Or like a far putt, a chip, you want to get it in that three foot range. Yep. Cause that's where you normally make it. It
0: gets really tricky though when you, um, when you know the green starts having like hills Slope, and yeah. slopes and then it's I cannot it's, putt downhill I, uh, putting downhill is, is really really hard I would much prefer to putt up, uphill and I yeah. think that's the pros like that too I can um, put if it's going
1: sideways
0: or if it's yeah. downhill. It's uphill. hard to get the speed. Downhill, yeah, I
1: know. It's, even if I'm like four feet away and it's downhill, I feel like if I tap it, it just flies down the hill. I,
0: yeah, and goes past even Way if past you. The yeah, yeah I'm, that that's really frustrating, and I have a hard time reading the break on the downhill too. Like, yeah, I, it's I'm a often, harder. I'm like, I don't think it breaks at all, and then I'll put it <laughs> <laughs> like sideways, and I'm like, well, how did I miss that? So, um, yeah, that's really fun. Do you ever um, do you ever do putt putt or like mini yeah, golf I do or anything? Yeah, mini golf. Okay. Yep, mini golf. I and- actually
1: wanted to go to this place in Atlanta that's called the Putt Shack. Have you heard of it? No. It's like it's kind of like the future of mini golf. It's like high-tech mini golf oh, kind of.
0: Oh, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah, I wanted to go there. We didn't, but... I would like to sometime.
0: Yeah, there's a place in a, the old Discover Mills Mall that was like an indoor putt putt. It was pretty fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, putt putts a lot of fun. Um, so any other sports you're into? Or that's I mean we we talked about tennis and golf and yeah, that's stuff like that. It. Pretty much. It. What about um, you said um, instruments? You play the piano. Are there any other instruments that you currently play? Nope. nope. No, my brother plays violin. Okay. Any, any interest in playing like violin or cello or viola or anything like that or not really? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, what
1: was that thing that we saw when, during the thing
0: where you put the... The talent, the um, oboe or the bassoon? No, was the it?
1: one that was just the presentation that they'd actually oh, did. The the they actually did yeah, Oh, the theremin. That <laughs> yeah, theremin. The theremin. That thing was
0: super cool. Yeah, it I've, was. I've heard those before and like seen videos, but I've never actually seen yeah, one. Yeah, I saw that commercial that they showed. Yeah, them. I um now I sort of want to play with it. So no, it seems cool. Um, for people that weren't there, there we watched this video. This instrument thing that we yeah, have at yeah it creates school.
1: an ele- electromagnetic field around the yeah it's like thing. This,
0: these two metal things that creates an electromagnetic field and you use your hands to make it like depending one hand it controls volume and the other hand controls pitch and so it makes all these weird um, they almost sounded like sci-fi sort of uh, sounds um, with the with the theremin, but um, it would be it would be a really cool instrument uh, to be able to play. So, uh, any other hobbies that you have? Anything that you're into outside of school?
1: I mean, I like I like to play board games. That's when Oh yeah. I have free That's, time. I we, do board games. Yeah,
0: we did mention you. We chatted for a few minutes yesterday about board games. So, tell yeah. what's your. Um, so how do you, first of all, how did you get into board games? Was it just like traditional route where you play Monopoly and then it just expands from there? Or yeah, what? I
1: mean, I think we just had, it was probably when I was nine or something, mm-hmm. I started to play more board games and then I just... It's like, I should do these more. Like, I like board games. Yeah, I like board games. So um, do you
0: play with family or friends? Yeah, or, who do and, you...
1: or I like board games where I can just play by myself. Yeah. I have a lot of one-player board games.
0: But I also like to play with other people. That's fun, yeah. So what um what are some of your current favorite board games?
1: I mean, I don't have a lot of board games like the traditional. like Mono- I mean, I have Monopoly and I have Risk. You've mm-hmm. heard of Risk. But yeah. I don't have Catan or like any of those okay. what, Like more famous games. I have a lot of... Different games, like I have. I think we talked about this Gloomhaven, didn't we? Yeah,
0: you had mentioned it, but uh, yeah. so I Gloomhaven. I don't know anything about it, so tell me about it.
1: It's okay. a role-playing game, okay. so you st- it's it's huge. It's a big box. The box probably weighs more than me. Right? I remember <laughs> you said the box
0: was huge, and it's yeah. not really super cheap, and yeah, yeah it's
1: like a hundred bucks, yeah. and then you have to. They said I looked it up, and they said without the organizer, mm-hmm. if it's just like in the box, it takes like an hour and 15 minutes to set up hour 15 minutes to put away <laughs> oh but I don't want to spend two and a half hours of my day setting it up <laughs> setting
0: up and putting up a game oh my god. <laughs> but gosh. instead
1: with the with yeah. organizer it took like 30 minutes okay or so 20 it's or something a little bit yeah.
0: faster it's a lot faster yeah okay um, so, what does that game do? Is it a one player game or, or can, multiplayer? I think
1: they came out with one player scenarios, but it's like two to four. Okay. So, you start with starting characters. Uh-huh. And you basically progress through like a campaign type. Is it like d like Sort a, of? Kind or? of, yeah. It has like a story. Okay. And you can choose like different paths, but it's not like sometimes you have to choose a path and you can't choose the other path. Mm-hmm. Normally, you can go back and then choose. Oh, and okay. Like go different ways and. You earn money to, like, buy items. Mm-hmm. and up, You can actually... You gain experience to upgrade your players. And you actually have these cards. And once you meet the goal of the card, your players are tired. Okay. And you have to get you, get... you unlock, like, these advanced players. Oh,
0: cool. Is it a game that you can play like multi-times or do you just do it in one sitting and then you start over again? Or no,
1: does... it's got like, it probably, each game takes about two hours to play. Okay. And in order to finish the whole thing, it's probably about 50 games, so it's like 100 uh, hours. yeah, or
0: you're talking, yeah, that's the, yeah. um, the good thing about a game like that is like value for your money. It's, ta- it's, it's going to take, a, take while a while to play to and finish. then you
1: can just redo it and like you earn achievements, you can just, you can basically restart and take different paths with uh, yeah. different characters and, like when you, you, when, the th- cool thing is when you're going to a other place and they're not links and mm-hmm. they're far apart you have to draw these road cards they, so you read something and you choose an option Okay. and then depending on what you chose depends like if you gain coins if you get uh, injured going into the next scenario Okay. and you can gain item cards that way and different things can happen
0: so that sounds cool
1: yeah it's fun and also the thing that I like about it is the monsters they move themselves so you don't actually have uh, to move them it's like that's a CPU cool. kind of yeah. thing they have like this thing built to where you don't. They just. You don't have to be like. Like you don't. You can't cheat and be like, I'm gonna move uh, them. Gonna, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat. Uh, you, they have their own movement.
0: Yeah. So, that's very cool. So what? Um, who who do you play that with? Do you play with friends or family family? family? family. Okay. Um, what other games are you into? Is there anything else that you like really have enjoyed playing over the last couple of years? Anything that was uh, like a favorite that you played a lot? I
1: mean, I haven't played this a lot, but I, Risk is actually pretty fun. So. Risk
0: is fun. Yeah, that's a, It
1: just takes a while to play too
0: that's a that's a fun game, I told you, I know we talked yesterday about this place in Athens, Georgia, called Rook and Pawn, yeah, that is like this um for anyone that's listening it's this place in Athens, it's like a coffee shop, but I'm not kidding when I say a thousand games like two thousand It is so many games that um, many. on their shelves it, it's like a thousand they have it's just Dang. a book, it's like a library, but Full of video games instead of books, and um, not video games, board games. Board games, okay. Uh, instead of books, we're talking and about video games now. We can. Do you play video games too?
1: Uh, not a lot. I mean, on the weekdays I don't, but then on the weekends I might play for like an hour and a half. Yeah. two hours Do so you play
0: um, on a system or on your computer? Or Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just play like like Injustice or like Madden or something yeah. like that, or like cooking games. I like Overcooked or.
0: So what is over? I don't. I didn't even know like the cook. A, is it like one of those? Task games where you have to like like do okay. It's kind of like more of like a family game, so it's fun. Yeah, there's one I used to play. I can't believe I'm going to admit this. It's called like Sally's Salon or something, and you have to. Okay, it sounds so dumb, (laughs) but you have to do like these customers come in and they have to. You have to like. It's like. Take them to the spa, take them to get their nails done, and then all these customers pile up, and then oh. they have to pay, and if you do, you have to do all these tasks. It, was it's that very a few years stressful. ago? Yes. It was super stressful. I don't like playing that game anymore.
1: Yeah, over um, can get hard because you have a bunch of orders coming in. You have to fail at all the
0: orders. There's a time limit, so yeah. that's fun. Um, that's cool so you like cooking at all or are you I don't cook I mean
1: I could make a bowl of cereal (laughs) a sandwich
0: well you could always learn that's like a hobby you could uh, you could pick up I could start at some point so yeah cooking cooking is fun Um, I do
1: watch some cooking shows like Beat Bobby Flay or Kids Baking Championship. So I'm a
0: big Kids Baking Championship fan. Yeah, Are yeah. you watching the current season? Or? I don't
1: know. I watched it. The main reason I watched it is we... I don't know how we found out about it, but I started watching it when I was like 7, 8, when yeah. I was more there, there. I guess they're like 9, 10, 11, they're 12. They're like
0: 9, 10, 11, 12, yeah. Yeah, so
1: I'm a little older than them now. I don't yeah. watch as much, but it's still funny because when they mess up, they mess up bad. The,
0: it's, yeah.
1: I left the sugar <laughs> in my out of my cake. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, we saw one where um, this kid... He like undercooked his cake. It was like soup in the middle. Oh, so I saw that. He was like scooping it out and like trying <laughs> to put a bunch of frosting in there. And then, like they took it to Duff and the judge, and it was like all frosting. It was <laughs> just a disaster. But yeah, those shows are yeah. um, those shows are fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, there was
1: one person that put, I think, baking soda instead of sugar <laughs> in their <eye> frosting.
0: <laughs> That's probably not going to work. No. I saw one where they it was had, not edible. They used, um, I can't remember what, they wanted to make frosting, but they needed it to be black. Yeah. So they put like black food coloring, but not like a couple of drops. It it took them, and um, it evidently it tasted horrible. um, And it just looked, like can you imagine, it was like this dark black frosting that looked weird, and it was just strange. Yeah, there was one dude that tried
1: to make hot sauce ice cream oh yeah that's and and they said it tasted like hot dog like a like a hot dog you would get at some (laughs) hot dog ice cream (laughs)
0: <laughs> that sounds disgusting but normally Things. they do good they normally do, do good they normally do yeah I'm like pretty impressed it's
1: the, big, it's the best kid bakers in like the whole country 100%
0: so. and even the ones that mess up like they're usually composed yeah, yeah. they're usually composed and they know what they're doing Yeah. Um, I like the imposter challenges where they have to do like oh yeah you know make a cake look like, like a taco a, or something yeah. And, and yeah those are pretty cool so is that something you might ever be like would you ever want to learn how to bake Or yeah, yeah.
1: I mean I would think so I mean, I help out sometimes with, like, my mom makes these things. I don't know where the name came from. Mm-hmm. They're called Hello Dollies. Have you heard of those? No. I don't know if that's actually the name of them, but that's what we call them. So it's like a graham cracker bottom, and it has, like, chocolate chips and, like, butterscotch uh-huh. chips and, like, sweetened condensed milk. Oh,
0: that sounds good. And delicious. coconut, and it is so good. That sounds really, really good. Now I'm going to have to go home and make something And like I help that. out with
1: that. I can make, like, I know I made we baked... For someone's birthday, I'm kind of helped out with a cake. Yeah, I think me and my brother made one. Cool. So that was fun. Excellent. My brother bakes more. I think he makes, or not cooks, not bakes. He yeah. Coo- I think for actually,
0: yeah, he makes pasta. Nice. I'm going to make pasta tonight. I'm making a a new recipe. It's called Chicken Florentine. It's going to be so good. It's got spinach and chicken in it. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I think, Landry, we're going to have to go because I saw someone. You can't see the door right now, but I think someone is about to come into this classroom that we are in. So. Mm. Um, so anyway, I really appreciate you being on the podcast, yeah. Landry. You can come back anytime you want. I enjoy talking about your hobbies and uh, okay. learning a lot about, it, about you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Okay, I'll be back next year. All right, sounds <laughs> good. Deal. Yeah. See you, Landry. Yeah, see you. I think that might be the first time we've had a guest talk about board games, which is super cool. Gloomhaven sounds really interesting and fun. Anything that is complex like that has some appeal, right? Like the complexity and the size adds some excitement and meaning to the game. I guess piano is like that too. Um, It's it's a pretty big instrument. You can't just throw a piano in the back of your mom's car. Um, I mean, I guess you could if your mom had a really big minivan and your piano was kind of small, but it would be hard. Um, I loved how Landry talked about how he deals with being nervous or being anxious, how he does things in order to move forward and meet his goals. Uh, That's really good advice, and uh, you know, because being nervous can make us uncomfortable sometimes times but it can also help us grow and get better at things playing piano in front of others or trying out for the basketball team thanks for being on the show landry i really appreciate it and you are welcome back anytime if you like this episode of extracurricular please keep listening to the podcast i'm going to continue to sit down with students and teachers and staff and talk about all the exciting things they do outside of school if you want to be on the podcast, just send me an email. If you're interested in GSC, you can head over to our website and find out about the school and all the great things we have going on. I've put links to my email and the school website in the show notes. If you get a chance, you can subscribe to the podcast. That way you get new episodes delivered right to your device. Uh, and if you have an extra minute, you can help us out by leaving a positive review on Apple or Google podcast app. A special thank you to Dr. Ray and Dr. O'Neill. This podcast would not be possible without their support and inspiration. And I look forward to joining all of you again next episode. Have a great day.